0: Good afternoon, folks. Welcome to SACPA. I would like to invite you all, before I forget, to please turn your cell phones off or to silent, as you may prefer. Thank you for coming this afternoon. I'm really excited to be here. My name is Chelsea Sherbet, and I this is my very first time moderating at SACPA. So thank you all for having me. Um, I would just like to let everybody know, I think many of you know, um, but the talk and the Q&A this afternoon will be recorded and will be available uh, on SACPA's website. Shaw TV, of course, is also taping the presentation and will use excerpts from the PowerPoint in their twice-daily broadcast. That's at 2 p.m. and at 10 p.m. Please remember to pay for your lunch, which costs $12. There's a basket on your table where you can put your cash And please have someone at your table count to make sure the correct amount of dollars are in those baskets. Um, The presentation format today will have, of course, a 25 to 30-minute presentation, um, followed by lunch and followed by a question and answer period. Um, I will be very happy to take your written questions over lunch if you would prefer to have them asked in that way. Um, Otherwise, think think about what you'd like to ask. I think that's all of the housekeeping. I hope I haven't missed anything. So I would like to um, introduce our presenter now. So this afternoon we have the the privilege to, to have Jennifer McManus joining us today. Jennifer became the Alberta Provincial Director of the Canadian Red Cross just weeks after the June 2013 flood. Since then, she's been a part of leadership on both the relief and recovery teams. Her role has had many different facets from supporting the Provincial Red Cross operation to holding the external and government relations portfolios in Alberta. Having travelled to over 40 countries, Jennifer has vast experience and brings a unique perspective to her position and today she'll be talking about Fort McMurray's wildfire and has the recovery response been adequate. If everyone could please warmly welcome Jennifer.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining me. Um, I had a beautiful sunrise this morning as I made my way south from Calgary. I'd also like to acknowledge that we are in Treaty 7 uh, traditional territory, and uh, it is pretty spectacular. So on behalf of the Canadian Red Cross, I'm pleased to provide all of you with an update on what the Red Cross is doing in Wood Buffalo to support... The close to ninety thousand people who were impacted by the evacuation due to wildfire on May third, and I can attest that the generosity of Canadians uh, and Albertans has made an impact—a very significant impact into the lo- in the lives of those who fled literally with moments' notice and nothing but uh, what they had on their backs on May third. We have just crossed the six-month mark after the evacuation of Fort McMurray and Regional Municipality of Wood Buffalo. And this is the largest evacuation in a, national, in a natural disaster in Canadian history. Thanks to the generosity of over one million Canadians, including most of, or a lot of you in front of me now, I'm proud to say that the Canadian Red Cross has raised $319 million to assist thousands of residents in their highest time of need. This is now the Canadian Red Cross's largest domestic appeal in our history. I'd like to begin with a few stories that I've been able to acquire over the last six months. I have met tremendous Albertans um, across the entire province and outside of the province who fled Fort McMurray and Wood Buffalo on May 3rd. One individual that was quite uh, pivotal in my understanding of the impact of this wildfire was a woman that I met on a flight flying back into Fort McMurray who was returning from the East Coast. And she was separated from her family, her husband and her children, for three days. The Red Cross assisted her with family reunification. And in, in addition to not only being evacuated from Wood Buffalo and separated from her two sons and her husband, She had a family member who had significant health complications at the same time. I think this really illustrates that life still unfolds when we're in the midst of Canada's largest natural disaster. The family that I met evacuated in two different directions from Fort McMurray. Father and sons went north while mom went south. And they actually met in PEI together with grandparents assisted by the Red Cross. The mother that I met, flying back into Fort McMurray, was returning back home to see the damage done to their personal home and residence by herself while her husband and children stayed with grandparents. They registered with the Red Cross so that we knew where they were and that they were safe. We assisted them with family reunification. They received an electronic funds transfer for the family in the evacuation phase. They received financial assistance upon reentry back into Fort McMurray after the Premier declared that the community members could start to return in a phased approach, and they also received ongoing support after they arrived back in Fort McMurray. This is just one family that that signifies the generosity of Canadians and the support of the Canadian Red Cross that they have received since May 3rd. To date, the Canadian Red Cross has spent $178 million, which represents 56% of the donation total to directly assist those who were impacted by this wildfire. I probably don't have to remind any of you of the harrowing images that we saw as people fled the service centre Fort McMurray and Wood Buffalo. And really this is a very proud reality of the Canadian Red Cross that 56% of donations in total have already been dispersed to I- individuals and families who needed the assistance in their time of emergency. Since the beginning of the evacuation, the Canadian Red Cross was there to provide emergency assistance to evacuees, many who I've just mentioned left with little more than the clothing on their backs. We registered thousands of individuals. Close to 90,000 people registered with the Canadian Red Cross, which again is now the largest registration program in the history of the Red Cross in Canada. We registered people from coast to coast to coast, from Victoria to Gander, Newfoundland to Iqaluit to Yellowknife and downtown Toronto. That is how far-spread residents from Wood Buffalo went across Canada for sanctuary and safety. When, no one else, when, when evacuees had nowhere else to turn, the Canadian Red Cross assisted in the cities of Edmonton, Calgary, Lac La Biche, Boyle, and Fort Saskatchewan, as well as Calgary, and Lethbridge, and Red Deer, and Grand Prairie, and Medicine Hat. It was a very proud moment to see Albertans helping their fellow Albertans across the province and across Canada. We worked alongside of community members to help congregate shelters and reception centres across the province and across Canada, and we also accessed information for evacuees when they needed it the most. At the Red Cross, we are very fortunate to have a network of skilled and trained staff and volunteers. Since May, the Canadian Red Cross has deployed 3,200 personnel from across Canada to support residents of Wood Buffalo uh, across the country in Alberta and now during recovery in the community. We also activated our American Red Cross sisters and brothers to assist because, I'm not sure if you remember, but the wildfire uh, ratings across Canada were very severe this spring, and we did not want to put any other communities across Canada um, in a detrimental situation, so we actually asked our Red Cross uh, sisters and brothers from the American Red Cross to assist us with personnel. To date, we've had, volunteers and staff who have donated over 200,000 hours to assist in this response. And again, this is now our official largest response in Canada since World War II. I'd like to acknowledge that many personnel who assisted and continue to do so with the wildfire uh, recovery efforts the family and friends that wrap around individuals to be able to volunteer with us is very noteworthy and I'd like to thank those volunteers that are in the crowd with us today and their family members for allowing us to have such an amazing team of volunteers and for sharing those volunteers with us. We are really truly grateful for their dedication. In the first month of the evacuation, which typically wildfires don't have a a one month evacuation. The evacuation was very long and very, very intense and, and very distressing on residents who had to be out of their community for that long. During that time, we provided $50 million directly to evacuees for funding in their direct hands, either through electric, f- electronic fund transfer or money grams or cash cards. And this, was na- this is now the largest distribution of emergency funds in an evacuation anywhere on the planet. So here in Alberta, 2011 f- Slave Lake fires, 2013 Southern Alberta floods, And now the 2016 Wood Buffalo evacuation, we now are making humanitarian history, yet again in the province of Alberta, with a $50 million electronic funds transfer program for evacuees. The most noteworthy evacuation and impact of funds transfers that would have compared to 50 million dollars was in the Philippines after typhoon haiyan where 6 million dollars was transferred to individuals so again 50 million is very noteworthy when people were allowed to return to their homes be- the- at the beginning of june the red cross paid for plane tickets and ground transportation to help people get back to their communities we off- off- also offered reentry financial support and cleanup kits since the reopening of the community in early June, we have opened two offices, two Red Cross offices in Fort McMurray where people continue to meet with Red Cross personnel and caseworkers for confidential recovery assessments to, dis- to discuss their unmet needs, which includes everything from basic needs clothing, winter clothing, medications, medical equipment, groceries, uh, secure lodging, and assistance with navigating um, the network of referrals in the community to meet those needs for those residents who have decided not to return to Wood Buffalo and there are a significant number of individuals and families for various reasons who have not returned we are also there assisting them outside of Alberta right now we are assisting close to 500 families who have not returned back to Alberta or to Wood Buffalo and Red Cross personnel meet with them across the country We are dedicated as an organization nationally to make sure that we are giving the best support we can to those individuals and families who have not returned to Alberta in the communities where they feel safest and where they've got support networks. We have assessed more than, we've completed more than 13,000 client assessments that have taken place between, um, residents and the Red Cross personnel to provide much needed recovery assistance. Currently, right now, in Fort McMurray, we are seeing over 125 families a day and we are seeing families still across the province in Red Deer, Edmonton, and Calgary. And also here in Lethbridge, we've had uh, close to 400 families, or 400 individuals that have been assisted, so 100 families. The generosity and the welcoming of uh, families into Lethbridge uh, has been tremendous, so I'd like to thank all of you for contributing to that. For students and teachers in Wood Buffalo, their school year came to an abrupt end with the evacuation on May 3rd. As they returned to September, in September, the Red Cross was there to provide them with financial support for return to school programming and uh, supplies, as well as helping pay tuition fees if there were financial stresses in families they were unable to meet their school fees. And we also assisted teachers in replenishing their classroom supplies, which many of them had to discard because of smoke damage. We are very proud to have supported over 7,000 people in in the back-to-school assistance program. At the Red Cross, we also know that small businesses are critical to the resiliency and the recovery of a community after a disaster. Due to the generosity of both the Canadian government, the uh, government of Alberta and Canadians, we were able to craft a recovery program for small businesses. We have partnered with the Economic Developers of Alberta and the Regional Municipality of Wood Buffalo to establish a small business hotline so that when businesses returned back into Wood Buffalo in June that they could register and and receive immediate financial assistance upon their return. We have just begun phase two of the Small Business Recovery Program, whereby more than 3,200 small businesses can then continue to receive funding and business casework assistance to help them get back on their feet. We continue to support small businesses in partnership with the Government of Alberta and the Regional Municipality of Wood Buffalo in their recovery. um, And we know that this is directly linked to the recovery of households. While this second phase took a a little bit longer than we had initially anticipated, we wanted to make sure that we crafted the best recovery program possible for small businesses and we were very diligent and committed to making sure that that program was a success. Social profits and community organizations also play an essential role in residents returning home and building resiliency and recovery. The complication of recovery is that it's often not visible. Aside from the, the physical uh, infrastructure rebuilds or cleaning up and the rebuilds of homes, a lot of recovery is very private and confidential. Fort McMurray has the highest ratio of social profit community groups to population anywhere in Canada, and the energy sector has been a huge supporter of these groups. The Red Cross has been working alongside of the energy sector and these social profit groups in Fort McMurray to ensure that we're not duplicating effort and that we are providing funding to these groups. The social profits, their leadership, staff and volunteers were also personally impacted by this disaster and it took time for them to assess their situations personally as a collective social profit group and their role in recovery and we're very proud to be working alongside of them in that capacity. Recognizing the importance of social profits to the local communities, the Red Cross is providing $50 $50 million in grants to community groups in the Wood Buffalo region so that they can plan projects that will help revive the spirit and the resiliency of neighbourhoods. To date, of the $50 million, we have spent $7 million and supported over 30 community organizations. For example, the y YMCA of Northern Alberta, the Alberta Food Banks Network, and the Fort McMurray Métis and the Métis Nation of Alberta, local 1935. While much work has been accomplished over the sa- last six months, and it's really truly hard to believe that it's just been six months, um, we know that there is a long road of road to recovery ahead. It's complicated, and uh, it's also, as I've just mentioned, often not tangible or seen recovery from a disaster this this significant this large in scope and a month of evacuation will take time it will take many years and needs will emerge over time we are committed to meeting with families and individuals to find out how they're doing what are their emerging needs and where are the gaps in their own personal recovery as mentioned we are seeing on average 125 families still in our in our Fort McMurray offices, as well as working uh, at outreach to reach the uh, indigenous populations that were also impacted by this disaster in the regional municipality of Wood Buffalo. We do not duplicate services and we will not duplicate the efforts of insurance. And this also takes time and diligence to ensure that we are not using donor dollars in duplication to to support residents after a disaster this significant we've enacted more technology in this response than we have ever before our online portal for registration electronic funds transfer of assistance and we're doing telecase work over the telephone because we also know that families are trying to get back on their feet with livelihoods and employment and we want to make it as ex- make the red cross as accessible as possible We activated over 13 call centres across Canada during the month of evacuation and we still continue to have a call centre for telecase work. Assistance from the Red Cross after a disaster this significant is based on need and not loss. It will vary from individual and from each family because every situation is unique. I'm often asked, will I get the same amount of financial assistance from the Red Cross as my next door neighbour? The answer is no because your situation will vary and will be different from your next-door neighbor and that we need to hear your story. Sometimes this concept is is somewhat difficult to understand but we really want to hear one-on-one from families how they're doing and what their needs are. The Red Cross is committed to being there to help households navigate a long recovery process and we also are alongside of residents after the the highs and lows for the months and years ahead. The Red Cross was honored by Premier Notley last week in the legislature with a medallion of of, um, thanks to be a first responder in the province of Alberta. And again, the work that we do is because we have valuable, highly trained and dedicated and committed volunteers. And it is through donations from Canadians from coast to coast to coast, including many of you in this room, that the Canadian Red Cross is able to do what we do in Alberta and across the country. We are transparent in what we do. We are private, and we have um, very significant protocols around keeping individuals' privacy private, and we know that recovery is really embedded on that. We We will report on this response in the coming year, We have already had one-month report, a three-month report, and on your tables is our six-month report, Uh, and then our next report will be the one-year mark in May 2017. All of our reports are available on redcross.ca, and we invite you to come and see our reports uh, online. There will also be a separate audit of this appeal. Having raised $319 million, of which $30 million is from the government of Alberta and $104 million is from the government of Canada, we will be releasing and publishing our separate audit on this financial appeal. We cannot do the work that we do without the support of Canadians, the support of our volunteers, and the support of community stakeholders. It is vital for our humanitarian humanitarian organizations such as ourselves to be deeply embedded in communities and working in partnership. We will be in Fort McMurray and in Wood Buffalo for several years to come as the recovery process unfolds. We will be there for those who were directly impacted by this wildfire, working alongside of our local and provincial partners in recovery and to ensure that we are there to support the most vulnerable during this very complex recovery phase after the wildfire. Thank you for listening, thank you for your time, thank you for your support. And on behalf of the residents of the Regional Municipality of Wood Buffalo, who, have been, who I've been very honored to be able to meet and, and travel throughout the province and meet them in other communities while they were evacuated, I also would like to say a deep heartfelt thanks to all of you, thank you.